In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. As you know, on Covenant Thursday, when the Lord Jesus Christ said to the disciples that all of you will deny me tonight and you will run away. Peter said to the Lord, even if all of them denied you, I will not deny you. And he said this with sincerity of heart, with true love toward Lord Jesus Christ. But the Lord told him that before the rooster crow, you will deny me three times. And what happened when Peter went to the court and he saw the trial and he saw the soldiers, as a human being, out of weakness, he became afraid. And he denied the Lord Jesus Christ three times. And we read that when the Lord looked at him, Peter went outside and wept bitterly. And we may ask ourselves how Peter realized that the Lord was looking at him. The only answer that Peter also was looking at the Lord. So while he was denying the Lord Jesus Christ, he was looking at the Lord to see whether the Lord is seeing him or not. And when his eye contacted the eyes of our Lord Jesus Christ, he could not hold himself because he realized his weakness. He realized that what he said to the Lord was true from his heart, but did not express uh, the weakness. He denied three times as the Lord told him. That's why he went outside and wept bitterly. Tears of sorrow, tears of grief, tears of repentance. And I'm sure Peter, after he heard the news of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, he was thinking about how the Lord would deal with him. Whether the Lord will accept him again as one of the twelve or not. Whether the Lord will rebuke him harshly or not. But the Lord in his kindness, he made, he made many messages to Peter. For example, when he appeared to Mary Magdalene, he told her, go tell my brethren and to Peter to go to Galilee and there they will see me. 
Why he mentioned Peter by name? To comfort him. To tell him, I want to see you. Don't run away. I forgive you. I forgot that you denied me. And also, we read that on the resurrection day, the Lord made a special appearance to Peter. So the Lord also appeared to Peter. A special appearance other than the one with the rest of the disciples. And the Lord, in the first meeting with Peter, in the second meeting, third meeting, after resurrection, did not confront Peter, but dealt with him gently. Until one time, Peter started to go fishing with the, some of the disciples. And while they were in the sea, they saw a man at the seashore asking them, do you have any food? And Peter, with, with John, realized that this is the Lord, this is the Messiah. And Peter, as it is his character, he jumped into the sea, swam quickly to meet the Lord. And they found there is already a cooked fish prepared for them to eat. And they ate together. And after they had eaten, so the Lord took Peter and he called him by his first name, Simon, uh, son of Jonah. I'm sure you look, all of you remember when the Lord called Peter, he changed his name from Simon to Peter. Peter means rock because of his faith. Because Peter was the first one to say, you are Christ, the son of the living God. So he told him, your name will be Peter. And on this rock, the rock of faith, I will build my church. So the Lord called him Simon, son of Jonah, as if he called him by the first name, to remind him that by denying him, he fell from his status as one of the 12 apostles. So the Lord started confronting him, but in a very gentle way. The first thing in the confrontation, he told him, or he called him by his first name, Simon. Then the Lord asked him, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than this? And the word love in Greek language, there are several words 
Four words action. Eros, which is a lustful love. When, for example, you say, I love banana, I love orange. The word love here is eros. Meaning, I enjoy it. I love it means I, I like to enjoy it. It is selfish. The second word is philia. And philia is mutual love. It is a conditional love. I love you if you love me. Like love between friends. The third word is storage. Storage is the blood bond. We love our siblings, we love our parents, we love our children, we love our cousins because of the blood bond. And the fourth word is agapi. And agapi is the highest form of love. Agabi is unconditional love, limitless love, sacrificial love, and uh, willful. It is not feeling, it's a decision, a choice you make. And this is the highest form of love. So if you read the Gospel of John in Greek, which is the original language, by which this gospel was written, when the Lord told him, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He used the word agape. And he told him, do you love me more than these? These, the rest of the disciples. Why the Lord said more than these? Because Peter on Thursday told him, if all of them denied you, I will not deny you. As if he was saying, I love you more than this. And the only one who publicly denied the Lord was Peter. Yes, the rest fled away and ran away. But Peter is the only one who publicly denied the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, I don't know this man. So the Lord in his gentleness, he told him, do you love me more than this? He did not tell him, why did you deny me? Where are your words that if all of them denied you, I will not deny you? The Lord was not harsh in his confrontation, but as usual, he was very gentle. Peter replied to the Lord, and he told him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. But Peter did not use the word agape. Because he cannot say, I love you, using the verb agapan. Because this verb means unconditional, sacrificial, limitless, willful love. And Peter failed. He was afraid and he denied the Lord. So he lowered the level 
of love to the philia. Told him, yes, I love you, Lord. You know that I love you. You are the Messiah. And you know that I love you. But I cannot claim that I love you to the level of agape. And here actually Peter was honest with himself. So the Lord told him, feed my lambs. Feed my lambs means he restored him to his status as apostle. So Peter, when he denied the Lord, he lost his status. And now the Lord is restoring him. And he told him, because you love me, now I can entrust you to feed my lambs, to feed them with the spiritual food, to go and preach the message of salvation to my lambs. But how many times Peter denied the Lord? Three times. So the Lord told him second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And the second time, he did not tell him more than this. It's enough that he confronted him one time. Because Peter said to the Lord one time, if all of them denied you, I will not deny you. Peter said it one time. So the Lord actually confronted him about more than this one time. With the same measure, it will be measured to you. And the Lord for the second time used the word agape. But Peter asked, answered and told him, you know, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And for the second time, Peter used the word philia, which is less than agape. So the Lord actually means he expected us to love him unconditionally, sacrificially, limitlessly, and willfully. It is a, a decision we make, not just feeling in our heart. Then the second time he told him, tend my sheep, pastor them, take care of them as an apostle. Then the third time, because Peter denied him three times, the Lord told him, Simon, son of Jonah, do you, do you love me? But the third time, the Lord did not use the word agape. The, the Lord in his gentleness, he used the word philia. As if the Lord was telling him, I will walk with you step by step. If now you cannot love me unconditionally, sacrificially, limitlessly, and willfully, but I will accept that you love me on the level of the philia. And this will not hinder you from being restored to your apostleship. But Peter, when he heard the Lord lowered from agape to 
filha. Peter was grieved. Peter was grieved. Grieved because he did not reach the level of Arab yet. Grieved because of his sin. Grieved because he denied the Lord three times. And now the Lord is asking him the same question three times. Do you love me? So Peter, because of his sorrow, he told him, Lord, you know all things. You are the searcher of hearts. You search my hearts and my loins. You search my heart and my reins. You know that I love you. I know why you are asking me three times. Because I denied you three times. But for the third time, the Lord told him, feed my sheep. Even if you love me on the level of the philia, I will accept this. I, I will entrust you to feed my sheep. Then the Lord prophesied about how Peter would die. He told him, when you were young, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. Like anybody, I want to go anywhere, I get ready and go. But when you are old, at the end of your life, you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you. You know Peter died crucified. So stretch out your hand because he will be crucified like the master. And other will gird you, other will bind you to the cross and carry you where you do not wish. They carry you to your death. And Peter refused to be to be crucified like the Lord Jesus Christ. But he asked it to be crucified with his head down because he denied the Lord. And St. John understood this prophecy. That's why St. John said this he spoke signifying by what death he would glorify God. And definitely the martyrdom of the apostles glorified God because the highest form of testimony is to shed your blood for God. And Peter and all the apostles except John were martyred and glorified God by this strong testimony. Uh, and then the Lord called him like how he called him in the first time on the Sea of Tiberias. And by the way, this conversation happened also in the same sea, Sea of Tiberias. God, when called Peter first time, Peter with Andrew and John and James were fishing and God called them to be his disciples. And he told them, follow me. And they left everything and followed him. And now God in the restoration, when he restored Peter, again he told him, follow me in the same spot, in the same place, on the same sea, the Sea of Tiberias.
Then Peter, again as a human being, Peter was tempted with jealousy. We know that John was very close to the Lord. He used, when he is seated, to lean his head on the chest of the Lord. When everybody could not dare and ask the Lord, who will betray you? The only one who was able to ask this question to the Lord was John. So they know that John is beloved to the Lord, is close to the Lord. So Peter asked the Lord when he saw John, he told him, now I know how I would die. I know that I will die crucified like you. What about John? How John would die? Are you going to favor him and let him escape from dying or being a martyr like us because he is your favorite one? What about him? And the Lord did not like the spirit of jealousy that moved the heart of Peter. So the Lord did not answer his question. Rather, he challenged Peter and he told him, if I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? You follow me. As if the Lord is telling him, you are concerned about he would die? What if he will not die at all? He will not die natural death, neither being killed for me. Is this going to make you jealous? This spirit of jealousy should not be among you. What is that, is that to you? Don't be jealous. Few minutes ago, I restored you in spite of you denying me three times. John is the one who followed me to the court, to the trial, to the cross. The only disciple that followed me to the cross was John. Why are you jealous? You follow me. Do what I instructed you to do. And when the Lord actually said this, a rumor spread among the disciples that John will, will not die at all. But John in his gospel answered this and said, Yet Jesus did not say to him that he would not die, but if I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? So the Lord was, did not say that John will not die, and actually John died. Yes, he was not killed, but he died. But he, what he said to Peter, even if I will for John to remain alive until my second coming, what is that to you? 
So this story is about the restoration of Peter. In this story, we see the gentleness of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we see also the weakness of the humanity. Peter is one of the best apostles. But as a human being, he is weak. Pope Shenouda used to differentiate between the betrayal of Judas and the denial of Peter. And he said the sin of Peter is sin of weakness. But the sin of Judas is a sin of betrayal. He planned, planned to betray the Lord Jesus Christ. He was not sincere, he was not genuine. But Peter, when he told the Lord, even if all of them denied you, I will not deny you, he was genuine, he was sincere. He said this with all honesty. He did not plan to deny the Lord. But as a weak person, and who is not weak, Peter got afraid, and he denied the Lord Jesus Christ. So this story is a story of encouragement to all of us. As long as we are faithful to the Lord, we sincere to him, we genuine in our love to him, even when we fall out of weakness, God forgives us, and God forgets our sin, and God will not hold this against us. And God will accept our weakness as he accepts how Peter did not reach the level of agape yet. He accepts whatever Peter can afford, the level of love that he can afford. God accepted and entrusted him to be an apostle and to be one of his followers. This is the gentleness of God and the kindness of God toward us. When we pray the absolution, one of the words that we say, O God who knows the weakness of men as a good one and lover of mankind. So we appeal to God who is good and lover of mankind. We appeal also that he knows the weakness of men. He knows our weakness. He knows that we are fragile. We are fearful. We get scared. So we appeal to him that he does not deal with us according to our weakness, but according to his kindness, to his mercy, to his love. This story is a story that encourages all of us in our spiritual warfare. Because sometimes when we fall, Satan tries to attack us with despair and that God doesn't accept us. God does not love us anymore. This is not true. God accepts us even when we are weak. And then he empowers us with his grace and walk with us step by step in our spiritual journey. May this story be helpful to all of us in our spiritual struggle against sin to encourage us, to motivate us, to grow 
in our love toward our Lord Jesus Christ and glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.